0: Welcome to the Less Stress Family Podcast, where we
1: believe you are fallible and what you do matters.
0: This is episode number 93. I am Justin.
1: And I am Shauna Wood. How are you, honey? I'm good. How are you?
0: I am awesome. Beyond awesome.
1: That's fantastic.
0: We're about to eat. I'm getting hungry. I know. (laughs) Thank you to everyone listening out there in the interwebs. We really appreciate your time and spending time with us. Yes. And hope you have a great day.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Okay. Today's topic is...
1: Your most important metric for success that you might be ignoring.
0: Probably are ignoring. Probably. About your muscles, right? No. <laughs> okay, so.
1: All right, so I recently. You say
0: metrics, what does that mean?
1: Okay, well, I'm getting there. Okay. So I recently built a new website and have just this last week started running some ads on Facebook to the website, uh, mm-hmm. traffic ads. And so twice a day, I'm hopping online and I'm looking at what the. Facebook business manager is telling me all these different metrics of how many people have seen my ad and how many people clicked on my ad. And then I'm going over to the website and I'm looking at the analytics there of how many people went to the homepage and how many people went to the blog page and that kind of thing. And I'm looking at all of them and I'm asking myself, like, what actions do I need to take? What tweaks do I need to make to make these numbers better? Right. And end up with the result that I really want to see. Yes. Yes. So that's kind of what we're talking about. And we look at metrics all the time in our life. Like every time you're looking at your bank account and you're, you know, reconciling that and you're looking at how much money are in your different accounts and you step on the scale and you look to see how much COVID weight have you gained, you know? (laughs)
0: Right, those are you look all... on your, uh, the gas gauge and see how much gas you don't have yes, in your Yes, every time
1: right? you're looking at something and qualifying it in some way to see what action you need to take next, those are the kind of metrics that we're talking about.
0: Very good, very good. So
1: so what is the mysterious metric?
0: Okay, this kind of came from a quote, and I'll have to post the article here um, on a, in our notes, but um, it's about, talking about Warren Buffett. And he's a famous investor, if you don't know. (laughs) Um, A friend of Gates, uh, talking about Bill Gates, says that his measure of success comes down to one question. Do the people you care about love you back? And Bill Gates wrote, I think that is about as good a metric as you will find. So do the people you care about love you back? And it kind of reminds me of my dad, who's very wise. He said, he told me one time, I was like, well, that's pretty intense. But he said, think about where you're going to be on your deathbed. Think about who's gonna be around you and you need to spend your time most of your time with those people.
1: Hmm. It's
0: like, whoa. That's heavy. <laughs> That's heavy. That's but heavy, good. but it's really good. Right. And so we're seeing as our society as a whole, we're seeing communities are shrinking. Yes. And this is a big problem. And when we
1: say community, not geographic communities. Right. urban developments kind right, of thing right, 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 but those relationships
0: right yeah. and
1: we were even talking about how it hasn't been that long ago in history that people who live in rural areas would have they would help each other with their crops right right it was all very community driven right like i would come help you harvest yours and then you would come, come help yeah. you know harvest yeah. mine and that kind of thing that's how everybody and did it We've pretty much seen that just totally dissolve.
0: Right, right. You don't interact. You have machinery. You have hired
1: hands. You don't have that connection between neighboring farms.
0: Yeah, not you're not dependent on survival because that's what a lot of times it was just 50 years ago around here. You had to survive by you depended on other people to help you get stuff done. Right. Otherwise, it didn't get done.
1: (laughs) Right. And I have felt and thought about several times in my. Mothering journey, especially when I was a new mother, I was like, wow, how does this compare mm. to other times when I wouldn't have been as freaked out about having a newborn because I would have already seen and been around and helped with so many other new mothers as right. they nursed yeah. for the first time, as they dealt with explosive diarrhea and the <laughs> diaper, whatever it was. Yeah. But it wouldn't have felt so thanks, new. Thanks for going there. You <laughs> needed the word picture. Yeah. Um, it wouldn't have felt so new because I would have already assisted right. on some level in a community. Right. So that when it was my turn, it wasn't as stressful. Right. And I would have been surrounded by other women who could, you know, guide me and lead me and say, It's all right, you're not gonna kill this kid, you right. know, <laughs> and that kind of thing. <laughs>
0: right. I know, it's so true. <laughs> So
1: we've seen all those, like, super tight-knit relationships weaken.
0: Yeah, exactly. And a lot of that, it's so crazy because we're in social media. We're more connected than we ever have been in so many ways. But yet we're so disconnected in so many other ways. Right. um, That we're actually losing the skill, because it is a skill, to interact face-to-face and talk to people and get to a depth of just life, you know? And, and we just, we're missing so much of that connection. Right. So that's one of the metrics that we're talking, you know, really the successful metric is is relationships and, and the depth of the relationships. Like, how are you on those things?
1: <laughs> right. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think, you know, that causes a lot of stress in people's relationships because we are dealing with intense problems. Mm-hmm. But if we don't have that community support around us mm-hmm. as we are walking this journey,
0: yeah. and the
1: reality is, you know, I mean, even if we imagined that COVID didn't exist and the social disharmony didn't exist and the economic stuff didn't exist right now, life is just full of troubles yeah. that are so much easier to bear. When you have relationships and people who are walking with you. In a
0: depth of it, right. So Matthew Brushiers um, is a network, social network researcher out of the University of South Carolina. Um, and he says the problem isn't are you socially isolated, um, like you have no sh- social contact. The question is, are you experiencing social poverty, inadequate social support? Hmm. I think I've never heard that term, social poverty, and I feel like that describes so much of what's going on in our world today. Yeah. There's just a social poverty of, right. of everything, like depth of relationships, feeling people feeling connected. People instead, I mean, obviously, COVID has like poured gasoline on the fire. Right. I feel like of isolation, of isolation, uh, literally because you're supposed to have to be isolated. But we are so isolated as people that I feel like it's getting like, I don't know, social poverty. Like, I just resonate that word, that phrase. A term. Yeah, term. Thank you. Resonates well with me.
1: Right. And I think, you know, that's so accurate because we're connected, as in, I might be friends with someone on Facebook in Australia and know that there was a storm that took out their house. Mm-hmm. But that shallow knowing of right. what is happening right. <laughs> versus having deep connectedness yeah. with yeah. people is very different.
0: Yeah, and here's another uh, piece. Julia Rohr, a PhD candidate at the Max Planck Institute, she stayed a group of Germans who are going to basically trying to make their life happier. Okay. And in a nutshell, there's two groups. One says, I'm going to improve myself. Like, I'm really going to work on improving myself. And the other group said, I'm going to work on basically connecting with family and friends and neighbors, whoever, at a deeper level. Right. After a time, guess who was happier?
1: The relationship people. Yeah, basically
0: <laughs> after a year later she found those who focused on connecting more with others were happier than those who just said, Hey, I'm gonna improve myself. Right. Because within your own self, you have limitations. Right. Of your <laughs> happiness and connectedness. Yeah. Now, here's the deal. We know this. Once you start trying to connect with people, guess what? You have to deal with their junk. And your junk is exposed. You know what I mean? Right. And I feel like this is what, this is why our society is in such. I'm really concerned about our society because we're not talking to each other like we need to. Like we're not dealing face to face with hard issues and difficult issues about race, about politics, about all these things. We just plaster stuff all over the interwebs and we feel like we've had a conversation, but we've not talked with anyone and we've not had to deal with our own junk right you know what i mean like we become fortified in these like castles and arguments that we feel like we are totally justified that other person is satan therefore yeah but when you deal with someone face to face guess what you have to process your stuff too right (laughs) eventually you know what i mean like you can't just keep you know what i mean like if you're in community and dealing with someone like a spouse right (laughs) like you forced me to have to deal with my own junk. Yes. One way or the other.
1: Right. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so one thing that you had mentioned when we were talking about this is like what does it look like, what does it feel like to build stronger communities. Right. To build stronger relationships. And the thing is, and I and I can tell, you know, my own struggle with it is that it takes time and it's not like something that you can just check mark off like right. i really that like that bothers you doesn't it, it? <laughs> does. i'm the kind of person like if i do three things but there's only one on the list i'll go back and i'll write the other two just so i can mark them off right
0: you talk like, talking about my mom that i so, yeah. like
1: to get to accomplish things
0: my mom does the same thing she yes. was just talking about it this I weekend she was talking about it too.
1: somebody laughed i was like don't laugh that's <laughs> legit right, right,
0: right um
1: so you know like So we're talking about solutions. We're talking about solutions. Solutions. Like to connect with you, a lot of times, it's just me sitting next to you.
0: (laughs) Or walking next to me. Or
1: walking next to you. And there's nothing that I can mark off my list. Right. Like I don't feel like... (laughs) That just
0: ticks you off, doesn't it? (laughs) What a waste of time.
1: (laughs) I don't feel like I've like officially accomplished anything. Right. But it's one of the highest priorities... That I've intentionally set.
0: Right, right. And we talked about this. We need... You You will have to create new gauges. Because right. they're... You know, just like you have... We talked about gauges before on different podcasts, but like you have an empty and full tank gauge right. in your car. You have a battery kind of gauge reading that tells you on your cell phone, hey, you need to charge me. I'm about to die. Right. And so you're going to have to create some new gauges because... I feel like I'm completely wasting my time a lot of times when I'm connecting with my kids, like Mm. coloring or playing some game outside. I'm like, oh my goodness, I would rather be doing something else, you know? Right. But that something else is not what I... It's not going to connect me to my kids. Yes. So it's like like you're saying, totally. So you've put in a metric... Good job, honey. A gauge of connecting with me <laughs> <Walk> with, <laughs> with my, my love language. Check. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> husband, yeah, yeah. But it is important because a lot of times you're not going to feel like it's important, especially the beginning. Right. Like if you go deal with a neighbor or go try to help a neighbor or connect on that level. it's gonna be awkward and they're gonna be like uh and you're gonna be like uh or working around a project (laughs) right or they're gonna sit there and ramble about something you care nothing about their brother's uncle's cousin who around here it's like that right you know my brother's uncle cousin brother and you're like uh, (laughs) right but right but we have found on our walks with covid how many neighbors have we connected to
1: been crazy it has
0: been crazy because we've we've just been out and I we felt have,
1: like we had only connected with maybe two neighbors josh and
0: ashley yeah before for sure yeah
1: covid right. and now that we're walking once or twice down yeah. the road and back yeah and we see people and now they recognize us and then we would like wave to each other right. and then we would from you know six feet away say hello or right, whatever right right
0: right and we talked to one of our neighbors and she's been watching a fox with her binoculars, you know? And, like, you can't value, like, you ha- like put a metric on that conversation about right. the fox. You're like, oh, okay, whatever. But it was like, like, I remember that conversation now, and I feel, you know, a depth of connection I didn't feel before. Right. And then we've had repeated conversations with different, you know, neighbors. So, right. it's like, it, it, it builds. It slowly builds and slowly connects.
1: Right. And so, I think just recognizing that, like, there's a couple times, a couple instances that come to mind of community building like when our son had his most intense surgery and it was just really difficult and he was going to be in the hospital for several days and one of my friends you know she was she's got kids (laughs) and she's working (laughs) and all of that kind of stuff you know and so she drove an hour across town to get to where the hospital was to bring me like a 16 ounce bottle of dr pepper right that was it and give me a hug Yep. And then she drove the hour back so (laughs) that she could go work her shift. Right. You know? But it was that, you know, it was was that knowing that I wasn't alone.
0: Right, exactly. And that
1: encouragement and just that presence.
0: Right, right, right.
1: And, like, when my girlfriend got a breast cancer diagnosis, Mm -hmm. and I was like, I got to go. I got to go see her. I was like, what are you doing today? She's like, I'm going to a high school football game. And... (laughs) It could be the first day that it snows. I was like, oh my goodness. Like in my mind, I'm like, I didn't like high school football when I was in high school.
0: You don't even I don't know. Go what? Sit-
1: I don't even know these people. You, you know. don't know
0: anything about football either. I don't know
1: anything about football.
0: That's why you're not allowed in the room while watching football.
1: But I drove my happy hips two hours to go yeah. sit at some high school football yeah, game yeah, yeah, yeah. next to my friend because right. she just needed. Yeah. Yeah. To have my presence.
0: Right, exactly, exactly. And so that, that's where we're at as a society. I feel like if we could just get back to that, where we just like our presence and connecting with people that we know in just a deep level, a deeper level than what we are now with the social media world. If we could just get back to, let's just reconnect with the people. Right. Just reconnect with everybody you know around you in a practical way. Like, I think our society would shift overnight.
1: Hmm. I really think it would. That would be awesome. That's my
0: prediction if I was king of the universe.
1: Yeah. So, you probably aren't going to be able to reconnect with everyone around you. No, But if we talk about, like, action steps, thinking through, like, what your dad said, like, who would be in the room with you if you were on your deathbed
0: would you be in there or would stop you be it. <laughs> would of you course be I busy be doing there. something else
1: stop <laughs> who would be there and start with those yeah, people yeah
0: yeah exactly you know
1: start with those people and just being intentional right and like just like i do with my analytics looking at a traffic ad right i think what are the steps i need to take and then I put it on my calendar and I just do it.
0: Right, right, right. And I think that's I think that keeps coming up again in my mind about during this COVID time because we've all been in the house so much more together. But it feels like it's still hard to connect. It doesn't necessarily mean we're... I've been in the same house with my kids and my wife all day long, but doesn't mean that I've had meaningful connection points. Right. You know what I mean? And not that every... I don't want every time to be kumbaya <laughs> with my... Right. I can't handle that. But you do need to have heart connections at different times of the week. Right. So,
1: And I think just taking a time out every so often to evaluate. Right. Like, hey, how would I rate this? Yeah. And if it's not what you want it to be, what do you need to do to change that?
0: Yeah, exactly. And then definitely change it. Yeah. All right. All right.
1: Thank you so much for taking time to listen and hang out with us. Remember, you are valuable and what you do matters. We would love for you to connect with us on our website, lsfpodcast.com, on our Facebook page, or on my Instagram account, Shauna Cherie Wood. Blessings.
0: Thank you.